it's your boy super duper here man shout out to not politically correct god damn it coolest podcast in the fucking world yeah yeah (laughs) not politically correct Welcome to episode 30 of Not Politically Correct. Triple what X. is going down, everybody? If I feel like I haven't been here in a while. Like, we skipped a week. You live and here. Then, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Isn't this your domicile? <laughs> right. What's, what's been up with you guys, though? I, we've missed a couple episodes. Or missed an episode? We yeah. just didn't do anything last week, so it just feels like forever since we recorded. Yeah, especially since it's like a routine for us now, so. Right, exactly. So what's new with you guys? Russell, anything new? Um... Damn, uh, I didn't expect to be first. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I don't know. I'm down twenty pounds. Hey, Whoa, hey. gang, big gang Dude, shit. That's dope. Big, big gang yeah. shit. Try small gang shit. Right. Small no, gang. Right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, I, I think that's it. Hand. Otherwise, school and church. You know, how I go. <laughs> Where, you where know where I go. <laughs> Cody? Yeah, yeah. Got to go fishing with you, T.S. Yeah, yeah. Twice. That was awesome. Got to get that in before he goes to Houston. Pause. Oh, shit. Pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got my yeah, car fixed. Yeah. Yo, for real? Hey. I took it in just to have him look at it. They said their schedule's busy, too, and he calls me up. He's like, you know, you don't have to worry about paying it today. You can just pay it whenever, but it's, you know, there's nothing left to do on it. Really? Like, everything's, wow. everything's done on it now. I mean... In order to get from point A to point B, the right. AC doesn't work, but who cares? Like, Yeah, know. whatever. So that's pretty awesome. Hey, hey. That's, hey. Awesome. that's what's up. Well, I need to go where you went, because I need to get my shit checked out. My shit sounding grindy as a bitch. So. Like the clips beat? Yeah. So you turn on the car. I can feel it coming. Okay. Oh, his white jumped out there. His white jumped all the way out there. Cody, it's cool. I mean, they don't call me ghost for none. Okay. That's why they call you ghost? No, it's because I pull out in that nose skin. Mm. Oh, oh, my God. It's your boy, McCoy, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. What It Do, a.k.a. Young Flash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny. We, we weren't introing. We not? We were. I mean, you can introduce like, well, yourself, new? but then, yeah, say, say what's new after. Right, Continue I thought, I thought what you got to do. Because you're a bitch, bro. I made you right now. I had a whole new name and shit for y'all niggas. <laughs> no, you just asked how we yeah. was. Clitorises and the clitorettes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you I, can I, finish I, doing your intro and then we'll say just, what's we'll, going we'll down. We'll we'll man, uh, it's been an interesting two weeks for me because what had happened was. What had happened? Bucks in, oh, I mean, Raptors in six. Nah, mm. fuck that. Mm. We should be friends. No, no, it's been pretty. It's been pretty smooth. Uh, the last two weeks, I got some um, interesting things in the works. Um, so just keep good vibes out there because more than one thing. I know you guys heard about one thing. Like, like a few seconds ago, they were working on, but there's another thing. Is that being thirty? Hmm. Is that one thing something that you can bring up for our essays and short stories? No, I just, I just would like everybody to pray for good vibes. That's it. That's all. Pray for good vibes. Also, sidebar: Don't trust niggas. That's, I just would. I would just like to say that. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Bitches either. All of them. Not even us. All of them. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Straight they like trying that. it. They definitely be trying it. Whoa. But TSR, how have you been? 
I just had epiphany. I ain't shit. <laughs> you should have that. We should all wow. have that epiphany. Last week it was, or two weeks ago, I guess. Cody, you should love yourself now. It's like, yeah, you ain't shit. Cody. Well, listen, <laughs> life has changed. That, that, that doesn't mean you shouldn't love yourself. Just love your ancient you ass. Love your ancient ass. <laughs> Put a limit on that oh, bitch. Start, start at the bottom. <laughs> dope, dope. Well, yeah, how you good? Um, I people are shit. <laughs> mm. Yeah. People can shit. people definitely can be shit, but I don't I think, think everybody true. is uh should be thrown into the pool of Man, fuck all y'all. High key. Damn. Okay, yeah. 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 Fuck all of us. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm not wait, wait, right. <laughs> y'all keep this orgy shit to yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'll guard the door. I didn't shit. say fuck all y'all at once. I didn't say fuck all y'all at once. <laughs> fuck you individually as individuals. <laughs> and effectively. <laughs> 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 well, hopefully we can work through that one. Uh, start, we... start with you moving to Houston. No, I'm just, I'm my couple, uh, my last couple weeks have been uh, pretty smooth. Like uh, Cody was saying, we got to go fishing uh, last weekend. We worked on the instrumental. Our intro mm-hmm. is fucking banging now. Did y'all hear that? It is yeah, fucking yeah. banging now, and you guys definitely heard it because you you would have listened to it before you heard us talk <laughs> about our weeks and everything. So. Shout out to Cody being a dope ass producer hey, and editing the instrumental. I got, I had someone yell in my ear immediately. Eardrum went dead. Couldn't hear <laughs> yeah. shit. I was just guessing after that. Just looking at the sound clip. Right, exactly. <laughs> Probably goes here. But yeah, life has been life has been great, man. I, I really really can't complain. Can't complain at all. Yeah. But we should definitely do our intros though. Um, it's the homie T S A K A C Nova. You, you know, know I, I got gotcha. you. Um, sorry, I feel like we should all say that. Oh no, it, it's all good. It's all good. Also, aka Mexican Raiden, I am down for that. That shit is hilarious to me. Aka Hanka Hook, Hook, Master Twitter, Hanka Hook, aka Hanka Hook, Hanka Hook. You guys should go with that that uh, little Cody Junior because that's the explicit version um, or censored. I don't know. Yep, that one. Because those are two opposite things. Anywho, it's been going around the house saying, you know I gotcha, you know gotcha. Really? And he's also been going, McCoy, McCoy, McCoy. <laughs> hey, gang shit going on, what you talking about? Gang, gang. Sorry, I'm still working on getting him to go. It's... <laughs> You're not left out. Well, maybe I'm the black friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Snapchat, of it, and it was just him just saying my name, McCoy. We're just like, we're like, this kid's going far in life. <laughs> okay? It's gonna be great. All the way to the game. Right. All the way to the game. <laughs> For Cody Jr. out there, follow me on Twitter at Cino McCoy. Oh, man. Do it again. <clears throat> it's your boy, Rue McCoy, aka Mr. What They Do, aka Young Splash God, aka No Cap Charlie, aka Smooth Jaw Johnny, aka Doped Up Danny, aka Wait a Minute, I got a new one. Okay. AKA waved up Waldo. Okay, okay. Can you find him? You can't. Um, because I be ducked. AKA Hallway Jones because your bitch might make me a ringtone. I think it's a it's effective if you get you a group of. I think it's, it's effective if you get you a group of friends, except the white ones. Um, we apologize. We killed all them parrots. <laughs> Um, but uh, you can find me. Cause. You can find me on uh, Instagram and on Twitter all the time, all the time at Rue McCoy, KPZ or Kiss, and also uh, on Snapchat at Rue McCoy Rebel. So. 
for whatever reason, when Russell's like, sorry, we're killing all the uh, parrots, I heard Birdman in my head going, oh, no, not my birds. <laughs> or for the older people, Birdman. <laughs> yeah, that guy, too. <laughs> Cody, a.k.a. Brody, a.k.a. Ghost, a.k.a. Nickname Nathaniel, a.k.a. Embellishing Emily, a.k.a. Ban Jojo, a.k.a. Navajo, Navajo, Jojo. shit, <laughs> Navajo. <laughs> CD record and everything. You can't park his bus, bro. What's going on? Because your bitch might make me a ringtone. Because you know I got you looking at Your bitch might make me a bus. Your bitch might be your files in this shit. Your bitch might know I got you looking at Your bitch might got you. Your bitch might. Your Huzzah. Shout out to those extra chromosomes out there. <laughs> For those missing them. Um, Russ, the barman, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Soon to be Twisted Up Tony, a.k.a. Oh, 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 Russ okay, the okay. Bus. Oh, you were talking about that. When? Mm, no. Twist is coming. They ain't coming. Hey, young Twister out here. I know uh, I would like to say to our listeners out there in all the multiple countries, um, I don't know how many of you have listened to the last episode, but I would like to say this. uh, We don't actually hate people from Houston. (laughs) Don't Um, speak for all of them. I actually, my favorite basketball team, if you want to know the truth, uh, it's the Bucks, definitely. But my second, (laughs) close second is actually... Well, that's first as well. uh, Huston Ricketts. Huston Ricketts. and Hockets. With Jimmy Hardeen. Huston Hockets. The hockey pucks. Um, right. The high pockets. Right. <laughs> no, but um, so this is not an anti-Houston pod. I did tag some people from Houston to try to listen to this to see if we can get more. <laughs> they play. saw the title of episode 29 said, fuck this. Uh, so shout out, shout out uh, people from Houston. Um, shout out Reese Bere with the four Ys. Ira. E. 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 Eats. 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 Sorry. Man, All right. There's a liquid man. coke this morning. <laughs> right. right. You want to mention uh, the page and the oh, Twitter account? Absolutely. Uh, please, not politically correct. Correct podcast. That is our Facebook page, or actually social group. Uh, NPC podcast is the page, and Twitter is not PC podcast as well. Um, and you have to understand that I'm very not adept to Facebook, so it's like um, I don't know if we have a page. We have a fan page. Where you can just like shit, and we have a page where you can interact. You, if you NPC podcast, we're there. You'll see a picture. It's orange. All of that. All of that. Hey, hey, hey! Let's yeah. get right into it, homie. What's good with sports, Cody? Speaky, speaky, speaky. Uh, nothing. Mm. What's good with sports? Nothing's good with sports. No. Sports. Um, <laughs> some baseball happened. That's probably about All right. It. Well. I'm glad I'm glad the Raptors won. No! I am so glad the Raptors took the championship because I can I don't mind saying that the Bucks lost to the best team in the league. I would have been pissed if we lost to the second best or third best team in the league. I'm I'm not upset saying that we lost to the champions. So yeah, and well, if you want to be fucking positive about it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but Drake's happy, so I'm unhappy. Well. Well, well, well. That's good. I, I, I mean, I'm gonna say this. Um, I found myself rooting for Golden State 
I was so I was I was wow, pro I was pro because you was definitely saying you wanted the underdogs when right. the underdogs was yep. the Raptors. Yep, I definitely was saying that, but I found I, I couldn't help it. I just didn't want the people that Real beat McCoy. the Bucks to beat us. So I, I it's kind of it's kind of like the N word or the word nigga. I don't know why I said N word. I'm definitely black. It's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like that word. <laughs> the uh, secret is out. Right. Um, Check skin. Like what? right. Uh, it's kind of like that word from a logical standpoint. When people be like. Well, you should be able to say it. I'm like, from a logical standpoint, it is a term of endearment. We're in 2019. You should all be able to say it. But the other 50% of me is like, I'm black, and emotionally, you guys have misused it. Don't say it, because I will punch you in the face. You know, I have you guys seen that, uh, uh, what was it, Ice Cube on Bill Maher? Was it, I think, last year? I, I remember, but I didn't watch it yet. So, I like what Ice Cube said, where he's like, even if, I forget what he said exactly, but it was something like, it doesn't matter how it's used. If I hear you say it, it still sounds like a knife in my back. Right. Yeah. Because it was all, he went on Bill Maher's show because Bill Maher. He was saying it. if anybody I, says I, it I, or just white folks say it. I think I forget. I think it was white folks, but I can't remember. Yeah, probably, probably just I, white. I still think it's a rapport thing, honestly, because you don't have um, a fundamental connection to. A lot of white people, unfortunately, you know, Cody, you are probably one of the exceptions. I have a few friends from college who I have that rapport, but they know that because of the history of that word, they don't say it. Right, uh, right. Even though they have that connection, they have that rapport, they have the respect enough to not say it. And that's the thing. Like, it's it's not necessarily like the E or the R or the, the, R or the, the A part of it. It's the history of the word, who right. has in, in the history said it. What the the meaning was behind it, even though we as a culture we try to revamp everything and make everything um, take a different direction to a positive light. That's just how black people do. We reconstruct whatever the current paradigm is and we make it our own. Yeah, but that's, that's not pretty much how soul food was created. Yeah. They gave us the scraps yeah. and we turned it into soul food. The trash. And we turned it man? into. <clears throat> Season food. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Please. There's a Lupe Fiasco me. line that rhymed, and I wanted to say that, but I couldn't remember how it went. But he mentioned that, and that's what brought that idea up. Um, but <clears throat> that really was a sidebar too. I felt the Sorry. same way of halfway wanting the Raptors to win. Oh yeah, sports. Right, oh, yeah, right, right, right. Halfway wanting the Raptors to win. <laughs> Slap shot. Because they were the underdog, but part of me just in my heart of hearts, emotionally, I was attached to Golden State mm-hmm. being them because they beat us. <laughs> And I every game I'm just like, oh, the, the, the last game, dude, I was in front of the TV, just like play by play, like, oh my god, like, put you, shit, put that shot up, Clay, like all that shit, like I was mad, <laughs> so mad when Curry missed that one, uh, the shot that would have uh, damn near sunk it, like, and then I wish I would know how this would have played out if know. KD and Clay Thompson absolutely, injured. absolutely different, I believe, yeah, because uh, KD, KD came back from the for the for game five. And in doing so, I forgot how many points he dropped, but he set them up to win Game Five. He put them uh, like ahead and like really set them it's up. So like it's not like he's the team because they got a stacked roster, right. but he's definitely a huge uh, part key of player, part yeah. of it, yeah. playmaker. When, when everybody comes to so play, dominant. Yeah, when yeah. everybody comes to play and they play their, their respective roles, things work much better. The thing that, because um, originally I was rooting for um, Golden State because I just liked them as a team, honestly. Right. Um, <clears throat> One of the things I found out was that um, I was connected to Curry for a number of different reasons. You know, his belief system. His wife. The Well, his wife. I think his <laughs> wife is, is, is honestly gorgeous. But the things that she said regarding the relationship really hit hit me, you know, at a, at a point in my past where I was like, I know how this feels. I know 
you know, what can come of these type of conversations, especially not had properly and in the proper light. Um, right. So I was connected in that manner, but I had to honestly realize how decorated Kawhi is. Like the <coughs> the stats that he has bringing to they're really yep, comparing yep, Kawhi yeah. Leonard to Kobe Bryant. Yeah, they're, well, they're, Kawhi Leonard now entered. Um, he's one of three players to have a Finals MVP mm-hmm. on multiple teams. Yes, mm-hmm. he joins LeBron James and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, yes. Thank so you. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, I'm glad you've been. I'm glad you've been reading, Cody. I was the way the way the way the way that I, I started to tell, the way that I started to tell the crowd that, and then you just took it over. That, I'm sorry. that was ama- that was amazing. I'm glad that you got the facts straight. This That's is wonderful. He's good at his job. Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. Like, stop it, everybody, bitch. I'm oh, sorry. I was actually, <laughs> okay. but no, I just think Kawhi really stepped up and showed out, and I think, um, you know, it it, it really he was a shadow player to me, mm-hmm. like. And that's from somebody who doesn't. My girlfriend kind of helped me to realize that I actually do care about sports. Like mm-hmm. I was always like, I, like when we started, she would tell me like, "You don't like sports," or like, "Do you?" She would ask me, "Do you like sports?" And I'm like, "Eh, nah, not really. I will watch them." But then she would watch them with me. And she's like, "I think you actually do like sports," and I'm like, "Do like, I?" You get excited, but once <laughs> you're like, it, I, "I see you here." Yeah, you're, you're able to pull up uh, stats, names from the past, and everything. Not as good as you can pull them up about music, but you definitely have a connection to sports. Oh. Okay, stat man. So, but no, I, I think um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. I'm ninety points, rebounds. It. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I totally had a point or something to say about um, your you affinity were, uh, for sports. You were talking about Kawhi and how ah Kawhi. Yeah. So I don't. I've never been into sports enough to care about every player statistically, but I've always you know heard about Kawhi. You know that he's a key player. He was a key. You know, a component of the Spurs the last, you know, seven years. Um, you know, there's even a clip of when the Spurs, I think it was in 2013, 2014, when the Spurs versed um, the Heat and in the finals, and Kawhi came off the bench to, um, you know, guard LeBron, and there's the LeBron's at the free throw line. He's like, fuck. You can see he says fuck out loud into the camera as he's about to shoot his free throw because he sees Kawhi, like, walk <laughs> up. Like, if, if you got enough talent... <laughs> To scare LeBron, I think you're pretty, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. So you're yeah, pretty good, kid. You're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, so I think that was 2013, 2014. So look at you. Uh yeah. I looked up. Well, I actually looked up uh, all the finals from 2010 into now because I had to. I had to see. Who's been in history? Right, and I was trying that. to see um, where Golden State. Golden State's been there five years, and I thought they had only had in three. Right, I thought they only had three years with versing. Um, LeBron. Three years versus Cleveland, but they have four. So, Damn. yeah, that was it. Was it's pretty crazy? It's pretty crazy. Um, but no, I think Kawhi is a key. He's a key player, and I didn't realize how important he was to the league until he, they won this this final. And seeing the how you compare, you can only compare him to LeBron and Kareem. Like that's crazy. Like that's crazy that's to be in a, in a to do something to be one of three players. Like mm-hmm. you know, he's definitely <clears> and he's be mentioned between those two. Significantly, like out of anybody else. Yeah, All he's right. just low key, is what he is. He's yeah. a dope player. He, he plays his part very, himself. very well. Yeah, keeps himself. You're not gonna see him wilding out for any reason. Right. Like, he's super, just low key and very humble What's the about thing it. You know him best for his weird laugh. Right. That's like, it. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Or his weird looks. Uh, right. <laughs> 
Um, he won't smile. Like he try, even when he tries to smile, he doesn't smile. know how. Right. That's, I feel like a, watching it was like watching a five year old kid. When I was five, I couldn't smile, and my mom would be like, "Smile!" And the way I would cheese the fucking camera, yeah. Like you I don't know. Yeah, was, I couldn't. Conco- <laughs> I couldn't concoct the smile. That's what he does when he laughs and smiles. When he expresses emotion, it's like this dysfunctional six year old who's like can't really grasp how show to- emotion. Uh, He's a fun guy. Yeah. He's really a raptor. He just screeches. And he's he's really a raptor. raptor. Right, so. But yeah, yeah I saw this meme that says LeBron missed the playoffs one year and a whole nother country wins. <laughs> right, low key. <laughs> low key. Drake got a ring. I just feel like no, <clears throat> dude. I hate that he's like, we did this, we won, we we what? You didn't play. Right. Like, I just yeah. But anywho, fuck Harvey. There it is. Think about that. All right, uh, Patrick McCaw. Honest to God, like, don't know who he is, never heard of him, but he got drafted in 2016, played with the Warriors, won a championship, played with the Warriors again, won a championship, and then this year he played with the Raptors, and he won a championship, so he actually got himself a three-peat. Oh, wow. In three years. Uh, In the league. In the league. He got to be the first player to do that, right? Uh, No. Probably. I... To get a three piece, your first three in the league. I don't insane. take, please don't take my because I don't know sports. You're I promise you on my car that he. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a horror. All right. It just got fixed. Don't touch my car. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, onto some other stuff because unfortunately the National Ballers Association is over for now. So, the <laughs> Brewers, I was looking up today. Christian Yellick, uh, he won MVP last year. He is leading the Brewers for the batting average with 344, which is insane. Hmm. He's got 25 home runs. Also, keep in mind, it's not even the all-star break yet, so that's pretty insane. Uh, 55 RBIs, like, he's just killing it. Hmm. He's got 78 hits already. So, yeah, shout out to him. Um, we also took over first in our division. Um, the nice. Cubs are one full game behind us, but yeah, we're thirty nine and thirty, so that's awesome. So we're not doing, <clears throat> we're not doing bad. We're doing, we're doing pretty decent. Yeah, like, yeah. Which is awesome because I hate when the I feel like the Brewers come do things in waves. <laughs> we do really really good, and then we just start falling off and just turn to shit. Yeah, I mean it's but. For for baseball, it's usually the All Star break is what hits you. Either skyrocket or you just sink. So we'll see. And that's well, we've been up. keeping up since the last season ended. True. We just got to stay being consistent. Yeah, I thought we were gonna fall off within the last couple games, that's but no, we've been doing really good. We've been consistently good. Like Wisconsin would. sports has been awesome. Yeah. Until football season starts. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> But, yeah, so they played tonight against the Giants. I don't know, tonight, this evening, whatever, at 3.05. Um, we started the series against the Giants yesterday, the Friday the 14th, and we lost. So, hopefully we can pull a dub out of this one. So, fuck Drake. Speaking of music. <laughs> speaking of One music. more thing one about more sports. Thing. Um, speaking about countries doing amazing things. Ca- Canada won uh, the National Ball of the Social Championships. <laughs> but... Uh, U.S. the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team, mm. national soccer team, is doing amazing. We had a game against Thailand, 
and smoked them. I didn't see the game, but it sounds like it was one of the most exciting games in the history of soccer. We scored 13 goals that game. Wow. Yeah, I I don't watch a lot of soccer, but usually goals are in the single digits. Like, you might get five, six on a high game, but they're usually very low. Uh, To my knowledge... The strategy of soccer is to get a couple goals and then you just play defense for the other 75 minutes that you're on the field. And shout out, I know I put this on the on the group page, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, and Charles was commenting on that, but uh, shout out to Liverpool. I know he's a Chelsea fan, but <laughs> Liverpool um, won their kind of like a Super Bowl, and it, it was dope. It was like five seconds into it, there was a penalty, and we got a... I say we as in Liverpool, sorry. Got a free kick, and it was one nothing. And then later on, we got it. It was like, I think, 70 minutes in or something, uh, another goal. So it was 2 to nothing, and Liverpool pulled it off. Hmm. Dope. Sure. It was very exciting. I, yo, low-key, our national women's soccer team has been good for a decade. That's something that's been going on in the background, I'm pretty sure. They've been great. They've been one yeah. of the best soccer teams, period. Yeah. Record-wise, skill-wise, for a decade plus. I remember, shout-out to my friend Josh, uh, one of my other best friends. I would go hang out with him, and, and he, he would be, you know, messed up, and he would just be showing me, he would always pull up shit, and be showing me random shit. And <laughs> and he would always pull up, like, yo, the woman's soccer team. He, like, knew their names, all that shit, because like, he, he's big in the soccer. I was going to say, the first time that you introduced me to him, we were playing soccer in the yeah, driveway. Yeah, we played soccer in the driveway, yes. It's, uh... Ah, man, good times. But, no, he, like, would always show me clips and show me, like, their record. Like, they've been an amazing team, but they don't get the recognition because they're the women's soccer team. Mm-hmm. Which is bold now, I'm not big are. I'm not big on the whole sexism thing or, you know, like, whatever. We'll but, get to that. Well, oh, shit. We got, some good, we got some good shit going on today. But I, I do I do feel like we don't champion them enough. They are one of the best it's soccer true. teams, period, in the, in the entire – Planet, and I remember I don't know what year for it was a decade, like, like for a decade plus. Twenty fourteen, Merkin shit, sixteen or something like that. Um, we, I was really like paying attention to the women's soccer in like was it the Olympics or whatever they the World Cup, World Cup something Olympics. kind of thing more than One the men's because they were like so exciting and kept winning and this and that and it was we I think we lost to Japan. That year, but it, the crazy thing about this shit is if if the Lakers win. Two titles in a row. Mm-hmm. We own dick. These women have been w- winning like whatever finals that you would consider like been. They've been in the show, mm-hmm. in the shit, like consistently, almost like dead ass every year for the last year. Like they, they, Damn. they the ones and shit. Mm-hmm. But why don't we care? Like I really would like because to, they like, don't pee standing up. Right. That's pretty. Oh, they got the gold girl now. The little silicone funnel. Oh, the yeah. Girl. The little funnel. Man. It's like an infomercial thing. You dykes are getting out of hand, okay? <laughs> Goddamn. Goddamn. I have a, my, one of my cousins is a, a construction worker, and she said it's extremely What's hard to find. What's that right now? Okay, we're not at the fuck story, fucked up story of the weekend. <laughs> it's, it's hard for women to find places to go to the bathroom when they work yeah. in construction, yeah. so she tried to get this, this device... So that way she could go to the bathroom as easily as all the guys would, but apparently well, it's fortified or something. Apparently it's really messy and it's not as easy as everybody thought, and it's kind of a waste of money. So if you're listening to this and you're a chick and you want to get like that, um, 
I don't have first-hand experience with it, Splash but I know pack. somebody who has had first-hand experience wait, with it, wait. and it's not a good uh, product. I feel like, I feel like, like a point. I feel like that would be like taking a paper, like the inside of a paper towel thing, lacing it with like met, like the half, like a half a cylinder, like basically a slide. It's a funnel. Basically a slide. It's, it's a funnel. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's like a rubber silicone funnel, like legitimately. Which I get. It seems like splashback because it's not. Man, maybe I'm immature, but that shit sounds funny as fuck. Like just, uh, yeah, just maybe a mess. It was a splashback. I don't know. She just said it was messy and not worth it. I was so excited. Like, wait, so like, wait, so like, all, oh, you pissed on yourself. All the, all the, <laughs> all the pee collects in the funnel and just hits the labials and shit. It's just in there. They There's in just there no opening hole. It's just, it's a bowl. <laughs> 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 what do I do with this? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of Drake and music, look at that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yo, so anything else with sports? <laughs> no, we didn't pass okay. music like three times. No, go ahead. Music! <laughs> hey, did you watch Fight Club yet? No. You bitch. Okay. I know. I can't wait to watch it so that way I can talk about it with everybody like everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> I want to join the discussion of Fight Club. It's really bugging me. What's rule number three? <laughs> <laughs> right. James McAvoy. Okay, so, first of all, uh, we know that the Raptors won. So your boy Drake dropped two records last night. I oh, I didn't even wait, know that. Just, Fuck. Just do you know about the meme he posted of himself? Uh, I don't know, but I will say the this: the picture of Jordan where, um, winning the, his first championship and he's like crouched with the trophy, crying. Yeah, yeah. Drake photoshopped it so it's him holding the trophy, crying, wearing a Raptors jersey. I'm really yeah. That's whack. Yeah. So Drake dropped um, the best in the world pack, which is two singles, uh, Merta, I believe that's how you pronounce that, and Money in the Grave, featuring Rick Ross. Um, I listened to both of the tracks, and I do have to say, Drake is getting this shit off as much as as much as <laughs> Cody hates Drake. Drake, a hey, when Drake when Drake is inspired, Drake that nigga be rapping, and that uh, Omerta, I think that's how you say it. Um, that shit, he definitely, he definitely sauced this shit up. He definitely on some, he not taking, he, he talking this shit. He talking this shit, and I can, and I feel it. The one with Rick Ross is a little bit, uh, different, uh, bop to it. I'm not a big Rick Ross fan, but they definitely got their shit off on that too. Um, it's, it's interesting that it happened. You know, they win the title, and then like, within 24 hours, he's like, boom, we finna drop this shit. Like, you not, I, I, you gotta respect how Drake moved because he's definitely about, his city is definitely about the people close, you know, the people close to him and, like, the shit that he's been a part of building, you know, him being a part of, like, the, the ambassador for the Raptors and all that shit, so. I will say, he does know his role in, like, how publicity works and yeah. getting attention and making money, because even if people are like, oh, he's making a fool of himself, he's filthy, you know, I don't like, people are watching, I think, I there was an article that said that the um, championship series was like more enjoyable to watch because of him. Like if he wasn't the, doing his antics, you know. There, you know what? There were some points where I was like, it, it did kind of turn to a TV show. I was like, Drake, sit right. your ass down. But you kind of had it. You got to see the next game, right. see what it's gonna do next. You're right? You're like, oh, this nigga better not wear no goddamn hoodie. He just nigga wore that hoodie. Like you just Macaulay Culkin was saying, "Where's Kevin?" Right, right. Kevin. Kevin, like it was definitely entertaining. You can. Drake's an entertainer. He he does that well. A little light skin ass. I didn't uh, know he was as petty as he was. And... So there's that. Um, 
So though I I would say check those out. If you're really looking for some some Drake bars, check those joints out. Also in, in the trash. Something that dropped last week, which you know we didn't get to speak on because we didn't have a show. I just I have to plug this. Super duper dropped the project. Save the world. Called Save the World. Uh, very 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 good EP. And I'm and the funny thing is I didn't hear those tracks before the EP, so I came into it on some on some fandom type shit. Love the shit. Um, Exile and Uno man. Uno, you guys have not streamed it. This shit is on all the streaming platforms. The Spotify's. Uh, I think Uno and Matt are the best tracks on there. Yeah, uh, Uno, yeah, because he really, he really rapping in the joints. I, like Uno, he really, and man. Uno is a short song too. It's it, like, yo, why don't you have a second verse on that? Right, it makes me so mad. Oh, makes me so mad. So he only has Uno verses. Uh, Probably why it's called Uno. Uno. Yeah. So that whole huzzah. <laughs> but I, um, he also has a song with uh the rapper Spades. It's really super inspiring. Um. At, that's the it's the last track. Hold on, I forgot. I think it's hopeless. Hopeless, hopeless. Yes, hopeless is. They really talk. They talking about some really inspirational shit on that joint. And so, so you got any features on there? Yeah, Who? Spades is on the last track. Well, it's I mean, hopeless. Uh, this guy named D Money Green is on Mad. Um, and then, I think that's. I think those are the actually the only features. Hold on. Oh, and sorry, Lil Saucy is on the uh, BT BTM. So. I think, also, I don't know. N- Nemo is actually two tracks in one as well. So he's actually singing his ass off on Nemo. Um, and he switches the whole track up. I, I like it because it's short. It's concise to the point. Um, and, and like, Uno really turns me up. Uno, I be cranked every time I hear that song. So if you haven't listened to the EP, I really will plug this as some, some new music to get into. But speaking of new music and things that are fairly new and this, this actually is funny because these album came out like three weeks ago at this point but almost four weeks ago at this point um there's been some stuff going on in the last few weeks with dj Khaled and tyler the creator okay really yes so i'm intrigued this sounds like weird beef um did you, I, are you did you not know or are you really i did not know okay. well i mean so may may 17th may 17th um, Tyler the Creator dropped his current album. I believe this is uh, about a month ago. This is his sixth album, I believe. Um, which is called Tyler's Tyler. Got yeah. six albums. Yeah, entitled Ego because he has fuck you, ba- doing, he has, Kendrick. He has Come Bastard, on, Bastard, Goblin, Wolf, Cherry Bomb, Flower Boy, and this will be his six. So that's a wow. Yeah. Um. So we had that many. Yeah. This is his new his new album. Um, and it's called Ego. And what he's doing on this album is a lot more. Sing. It's a lot more vibes. A lot more singing. He's still he's still rapping, but it's just not singing in the sense of like on some egos or like on some uh, like just harmonizing melodic shit, but like some actual like trying to make R and B rec- like spin spinning to make R and B records on some you know odd future esque type shit. It's a really really good album. Um, the title track Earthquake is dope. Um, is he using a lot of auto tune then? There's some auto tune here and there, but it's it's kind of layered and um, used in a manner that is. It's not used in the manner of like say a future. It's used more in the manner of on some creativeness. Mm. Um, so he dropped the album same day. DJ Khaled, our favorite positive guy, he dropped uh <laughs> he dropped his album Father of Assad. Okay, now. Father of Assad 
didn't make it to number one. Tyler actually made it to number one. Hey. Tyler opened at number one, and um, he opened with 165,000 um, 165, album equ- uh, equivalent units, um, 74 of which were pure, pure album sales. Um, he beat out Father of Asad, which is Khaled's album, to become number... This is Tyler Creator's number one album, like, first number one at that. And those How are, much did um, Father of Asad make? Like, how much did he beat him out by? If it was only a couple units, then they were head, they were close. You well, know what where is the unit? Hold on. By the G? Uh, uh, oh, I see head to America. America. He opened, DJ Khaled opened with 136 equivalent album sales. So he beat him by like 30,000, which ain't, you know, and he, it wasn't that bad, but Khaled debuted at number two. And, you know, um, here's the thing though. Khaled, DJ Khaled has been a beacon of hope and positivity throughout the music industry for the last decade. He did not feel good about losing to Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. He actually made a comment or had posted a video where he said something, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, I make music that you people listen to and that you hear. You go to the barbershops, you hear it in the car, you hear it. I don't make mysterious music that people listen to and then you never hear again. Speaking to Tyler being different, he's never been a commercially... He is commercially successful, but he's always been an oddball. Thus, odd future and everything that kind of is around his brand is different. And right. you know, um, it sounds like shade and hate is exactly. what it sounds like. And so everybody has been on his ass to the point where, to the point where, sorry, loser. There was a, a, a um, young lady who tweeted by the name of um, Fear of Roa, and she tweeted. Basically, Khaled's album is like when someone has a trash-ass outfit, but every piece of it is designer, so they think it's fire. <laughs> this is a random... Oh, so it's like a pair of Jordans. Right. <laughs> Huzzah! Oh, oh you're a bitch. Huzzah! Huzzah. <laughs> but, but, but oh, you're a bitch. <laughs> so, but here's the thing about that tweet. Tyler, the creator, liked that tweet. This girl is not... This girl, Tyler, the creator, is super petty. So he liked, what's your he liked and retweeted the tweet. <laughs> this is a random This is a random Twitter follower. This is a random Twitter follower. Tyler, the creator, somehow found her, liked and retweeted this tweet about Kyla, and it's been blowing up ever since. Like, the... There's clearly... They ain't said each other's name, I don't think, yet, but it's clearly that they, they at each other's throat. Nah, but he's, he said some stuff about Tyler in other, in other interviews, though. He does? Yeah. I see. That see? he doesn't really like him. Wow, this is new stuff. See, I'm reading this. Yeah. Is like we have a music discussion. I, did Tyler actually respond though? He's been on some low key shit, on yeah. some low key kind of responding like, shit. He like, just retweeted something. Yeah, it's it's. I know it's, he he a different dude. Like he he the way he approaches beef is really a different. Odd, huh? Yeah, well, I, yeah it's weird. Ah, I see what you did there. It's definitely uh, <clears throat> future. Um, <laughs> so. It's just the whole thing. The whole thing for me is like super interesting because I've never seen. First of all, if you are familiar with Khaled, you know that he's never been about. Hey, I remember about ten years ago when he was just a Terror Squad DJ and shit. Um, ten, twelve years ago, and 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 Fifty Cent was beefing with Fat Joe, and he's on Rhapsody really the Basement. He's, he's on. He's on Rhapsody the Basement. Last this is the last little bit of Rhapsody the Basement before they kind of cut that show off. And they were trying to bait him in. And they're like, 
Okay, they put all these albums on, this, on the pool table and like pick out the ones that you think are classic and leave the ones that you think are not. Of course, they put 50 Cent and Fat Joe's album up there. He picks Fat Joe's and a couple albums left and 50 Cent's album is definitely left and he's like, oh, you don't think this is Get Rich or Die Trying, which we all know is a classic. A classic. And he's like, oh, you don't think this is a classic? They trying to bait him in. The man trying to bait him but even Khaled was like, I'm all about positivity and bringing people together and these albums bring people together. The other album, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, the, it's a positive vibe. He's on some shit like that. 10, 12 years ago, he's all about avoiding the conflict. Hey, 50 Cent sent somebody to his fucking mom's job. Like, you played yourself. I mean, honestly, I've never, as, as much as people try to promote him as being like this about positivity, about the, his vibe, his demeanor has never said that to me. Right. He's never been that dude that's like, oh yeah, you know. Like he's a beacon of light. And right, hope. right. He's never he's never had that persona. He's never had that vibe whenever I've seen him on TV, on his reality, whatever, in interviews. Like, it never crossed my mind that he was somebody who was... So when you say it today, I'm like, really? Well, like, I think I think what, it, what got me and got a lot of us is that became his brand head on for Major Key. When he did the release of Major Key in 2016, which was... By far, I don't, I, I don't really listen to DJ Khaled's shit, but Major Key was a very good album. Top to bottom, it's, it, whatever he does, whatever his job I is. I unfortunately have to agree with him. Whatever, whatever DJ Khaled's <laughs> job is, he did it right for Major Key. And I think, but part of what was going on and what made him kind of a household name is how he pushed that positivity shit and that, and that you know, um, non-stop work ethic shit onto us during that during now, that, I get that album run. I get that. I the, don't. The, I wouldn't the work say ethic that his. Uh, I, I wouldn't say this is the work ethic made him. A, his work ethic, yes, made him a household name. But like Russell was saying, the positivity. I and would not put. Khaled and positivity are not the first things that I really? think of. Right. When yeah. I yeah. See, about his work ethic saying, you know, go go hard, go 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 hard, go farther, go do that. I attribute to okay. DJ Khaled, but as okay. far as positivity, what he comes off to me as one of those cocky elitist fat cats. Like that's just his whole vibe. Whenever I see him, like really, like I'm the best type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you got to You got to work hard, but I'm the best. Type I of think shit. that's what made him a household name. I, How um. How many times he was just on track saying, DJ Khaled, we the best. Who? We. The mm-hmm. best. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, was, I, I think that's what that. made my house. I, I don't think you guys are wrong, but I'm, I still agree with the McCoy at the same time where like it's all, he's very about pushing positivity. I think that he's about like maybe his positive or like himself more, but he's still like his Snapchats, I had to unfollow him because, well, one, I don't really care for him. You know, but, yeah, it got, it but got he was like, all too positive, and I'm just like, shut up, and just because it comes off, it doesn't come off authentic. Yeah, That's what it, I'm it, saying. It's yeah, like, it, it's, like, yeah. it's a character. Check, he it's an act. Yeah, but, but check this. This is when I knew he wasn't really positive, though. Yeah, he was on Breakfast Club talking about his wife oh, and all the other shit, and then and how he doesn't like how he doesn't pussy. like to eat pussy. How are you positive? If you don't like to? that's like. <laughs> Sir, sir, that is the most negative thing you can say. <laughs> you might as well kill people. That's what you might as well. <laughs> sir, come on, bro. 
You're that is like the worst. That's the worst thing. You like, dude. We the members of NPC do not promote murder. <laughs> we do promote pussy, you know. Cunnilingus. That one word thing. Cunnilingus. A cunnilingus. Yeah. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. Latin for happiness. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. That SNL Um. No, but he said that, and I was like, oh yeah, it's. That's when I, and that was towards the end after, that was after Major Key, mm-hmm. and he was still on the journey of, like, building up, he was finna drop up the Grateful album. Mm-hmm. And it was right after that, and I'm like, oh, so the, your true colors are coming out mm-hmm. now. Like, you just, you really are. You just cocky, because, like, how do you not want to, like, right. how you pleasure your yo, yo wife? Like, like, not only that, but how do you not celebrate somebody else who did a great thing? You know, you say, go hard, do better, da 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 Somebody did better. You mad because yours didn't? Right. You know what I'm saying? You can do better as long as it's not better than me. Right. Man, I, um... So, I don't know. I just... It was... This whole thing has been funny. And and then... Another part of this is... So, this almost mirrors a little... Not mirrors because it was it was easier going, I feel like, mm. than um when Nikki and uh, Travis kind of got into it. But listen here. This thing... Bring, this brings up another bigger issue of music that's happening right now with streaming services and how we're calculating album sales. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the albums that come out now, you buy a t-shirt, you get the album free. Mm-hmm. Niggas is buying merchandise and mm-hmm. selling merchandise and they're attaching albums to it and for a certain amount, for to a certain degree, this counts in Billboard. So like if mm-hmm. if I'm DJ Khaled, like for example... Um, it's like when Jay-Z did that with Sprint a few years back with... Um, yep, yep. Was, it, was that Magna Carta? Yeah, I think yep. he did it with Magna, Magna Carta. Carta. Yep. He uh first million people to get whatever cell phone oh, yep. got the album attached to it. And that, so it's like he bought his own stuff. And they wouldn't but at, at the time they wouldn't count it though. At that time he was like Billboard won't count the won't count the million out the gate with you. He even got a couple raps about it. Mm-hmm. But now things are changing. Where they're allowing Travis Scott was selling tickets for his for his tour. And if you bought the ticket and some, uh, I think you bought the ticket in the backstage pass, backstage pass, or don't quote me on exactly what it was in the bundle. Yeah, but you, you got this package. Yeah, the you package got the album, the CD, and they were including that in sales. Nicki Minaj did some shit like that too, and they wouldn't Billboard wouldn't count part of her shit, and that's why she got mad and came at Travis. That's Same thing is happening with Khaled now because he said that Tyler was selling merch and got albums, but then his shit he was selling through a website. He was selling energy drinks that uh, that you bought the energy drink you got the album and they basically he said that they didn't count about 101,000 album sales but they counted whatever Tyler's little niche was that sounded like some soldier boy saying this is a Britney Spears song uh, you know type shit so it's like it's like (laughs) clever marketing right exactly (laughs) like so now but okay but here everybody check this out don't be mad because I got more sales the spin is this Callis out here threatening to sue Billboard and shit about not counting his shit. But here's the here's the thing, which really makes it all hor- the worst. These two companies, Epic, which Callis assigned to, and Columbia, which Tyler signed to, are all under Disney. Under Sony, mm. Sony mm. is profiting mm-hmm. more by these niggas arguing. Mm-hmm. Through yeah. it. so. Some white guy in a castle is like, oh, right, and the same, but, but, the but, but they always my puppets. Right. Listen, listen, they always do this with rap though. Yeah. Remember when? Remember when Kanye and and Fifty went at each other? Yeah. yeah. Were they under? one of the biggest, biggest, big like like biggest 
first week sales for hip hop ever. So I think that that's time, I think that's still sad because they both had rap albums. So that was in two thousand eight. Right? That was two thousand seven. Seven, and that was kind of was under Def Jam and and Interscope for uh, fifty. But both of those were owned by Universal. It's so <laughs> this shit almost makes me see. It almost makes it feel like did they plan this shit? Because right. that's all that's in the media now is how Cal is running in the building oh, upset. Boy. It's like it's like is this some really WWE shit? But like I don't know. So my question to everybody today, after thinking about this, do you think Khaled is? right to have is right or wrong in this is he right to be upset that they didn't count album sales and be you know blowing up the spot right now and if so or if not why like why or why not like what do you feel should be somebody's position I'd have more? to analyze how uh, Tyler sold his albums versus how Khaled sold his right. albums right if uh, so for instance Tyler was giving away his album if you bought a t-shirt but the t-shirt cost as much as an album did right Whereas Khaled was selling energy drinks, which is half the cost of a t-shirt, uh, album, right? Because yeah. right? you say an album is ten bucks, he's selling energy drinks for two bucks, right? If that, but he's giving the album away. Did he really sell the album? Because it cost ten dollars, but he gave it away for two dollars. Where Tyler, the creator, well, he sold it, sold a t-shirt for ten dollars and then attached an album to it. So he sold the t-shirt at the same price that he, you would have sold an or album. Maybe right. you're selling an album for two dollars and you get and a free energy drink. Or t- yeah, just- that's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna spin it either way. But I, I really want to hear people's thoughts on this because, you know, it. it first of all, Khaled as an entity, this is him. We haven't seen him act out in this manner. I think, especially within the last within the last five years, he's been definitely, definitely, Mister Positive. I would say you can see you can go back. And you can see this shit as a brand. Even if it's a ploy, as a brand, he's been, you know, go hard and everybody is beautiful and everybody is woo woo. Well, this is going to have, this means that his brand is going to take a hit because just like Russell was saying, it's just a facade. Right. For Assad, <laughs> it's just a Assad. Um, but no, that's for the that, father of Assad. Like right. you, if you think if you think you only got one hundred and thirty six thousand now, by the time your next album come out, nigga, you didn't lost. And oh, another thing too. <laughs> But wait, there's more. Khaled spent five. His budget for this album was five million dollars. Damn. Now, if you Damn. know anything, if you know anything about Khaled, you know every song's a feature because he don't rap. Every song's a feature. He don't always produce all his own shit. There's other producers involved. He don't produce any of his shit. Right. Like he's like he's like all he is. He's not a, a water, DJ. He's the guy who likes music. He's, like he's a, a plug. He's right. just a plug. Yeah. He says this producer make this sound and. This rapper would sound good on this sound, right? And then boom, he's music. like a he's like a watered down Dr. Dre because he doesn't actually produce his shit or rap. At least Dre, <laughs> would, at least at least Dre <laughs> would diet rap. Diet Dr. Dre, right? He's diet Dr. Dre exactly. Like at least Dre would he'd Dre have you write some shit for him, pertaining <laughs> to his life. He'd be like, I went through this. Can you write? Can you write it like this? Can you sound like this? Dre rapped <laughs> and created rap records? He produced. Niggas might help him produce, but Dre was producing with or without you, and he might produce it, or he would bring sounds together, not just producers, beats. He would be like, okay, play this. Yeah, because Dre is a producer. Khaled is Dre's zero calories. Exactly. Crystal Dre. Right. (laughs) Crystal Dre. (laughs) Crystal Dre. That makes him sound like a drug, though. (laughs) Right, right. Crystal Dre. But, man, so... We the meth. We the meth. (laughs) (laughs) 
Who? We? Matt? No, this is... Um, not so, even once, eh. Not even once. Oh. <laughs> so, man, y'all got to tell me. I just really want to know what y'all think. Because, again, he spent $5 million, had all these features. Tyler wrote, produced, and arranged the entire album itself. Yeah. Those are Tyler's beats. Well, he already right. did a thousand percent more than what DJ Khaled ever does on a song. Yeah. So, I mean, what do y'all feel? Let us know in the comments. Like, let's talk about this because I just feel like... You just imagine him in this... We... <clears throat> let me try to think of it. Roll it back. <laughs> We're the back. Ba- nah. No, 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 no. Roll it back. Hold on, let me get some coffee. Let me get some. <laughs> We're the. Mm, nah, nah. Too loud, too loud. It doesn't work, Khaled, because you're actually second best on the charts right now. All right. Before you're not really <laughs> we almost you're the best. <laughs> We're second best. Look at that. Even Nelly was number one. 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 I'm like it. I like it. Oh, any albums that we should be checking out this week? Save the world. Uh, if you haven't checked out Save the World, Save the World. Which can be found on uh, Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, anything that you're streaming on right now. Um, really, check that out. I think it's a dope-ass a dope ass album. Um, check out those Drake tracks if you haven't checked them out. Also, you guys know I'm a big Don Tyler fan. I don't mean to bring him up again because I feel like I brought him up the last episode. But he has another, yet another perfect short record. Hmm. Call situation. You can find that on SoundCloud, but that is another fucking vibe, and I can't wait. I cannot wait until this man drops an album because my whole music se- section that day is going to be about Don Tolliver. Can you post to the Facebook group? Yes, I can do that. I'm, you know what? I'm actually going to try to do that. I, I lie a lot about Breaking news, Tom. This just in Nas to release his first children's book called I Know I Can. I will be buying that. Back to you, Paul. Oh, I actually <laughs> tweeted about that too. Nah, it's releasing the children, but I'm going to buy that and save it just so I can release it to my firstborn in about two, one, two, four, between now and 24 months or some time. So. Newborn reading to your newborn within now and 24 months. Yes. Okay. All right. Just making sure that I, I read that tomorrow. correctly. And now, <laughs> all right, all right. now I heard it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel it. I feel it. Because the newborn will be here within. So. Yeah. I, I heard it. Now I feel it. All right. All right. All right. I got it. I got it. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, I, I know we usually just talk about rap music and R&B. I've been listening to uh, this country artist called Kane Brown. And he has an album out called Experiment. It's a really it's a really dope album. It's a... Um, I swear it's like listening to country music. Listening to country music is like listening to... Um, hip-hop and r&b when it was first being created country music is just about having fun um and his album is a lot about his relationship with this girl so he's either breaking up with somebody classic country or he's actually talking about a love song but he's not talking about fucking the chick halfway through the track or all the way through the track a lot of his love songs have nothing to do with fucking it's just a pure I love you, I feel for you, I'm happy to wake up next to you, you make me want to be a better man, type shit. It's a dope-ass album, so if you want to get that feel while listening to a modern-day genre, I would say check out Kane Brown's album, Experiment. Beautiful country album. Okay. Great live sounds, great vibes, awesome uh, body of work. But if you do want the fucking aspect, um, BJ the Chicago Kid is a dope, dope artist. Low he Joe. really embodies like old school Joe, 
Tank in his beginnings, Music Soul Child, Tyrese. Word. Um, from Chicago feel. So yeah, he's very dope. I Who's recommend him. BJ the Chicago kid. BJ the Chicago kid. Oh, I gotta check that man out. <laughs> as soon as you said uh, he bodies Tank and uh, Music Soul Child, I'm like yo, that sounds like a dope ass vibe right yeah, there. Yeah. Um, like like really really attesting to like Joe and Tyrese. He really got they they uh vibe. Uh, speaking, speaking of okay okay um Tank mm-hmm. dog. Real quick, did y'all see that video of him um, dancing the big old freak by Megan Thee Stallion? No, that shit is fucking hilarious. He's like playing the piano and singing it, and then he's like, after he stops, he's like, mm, big old freak, start like titty rolling. It is fucking hilarious, and I think you guys should all take a moment to find that somewhere. It's funny. Oh, uh, side note, I started playing because NBA 2K19 wasn't was slash is temporarily still on sale for two ninety nine. Three dollars. So I caught that, and I was playing it for the first time this morning. And so you start out like undrafted. You play in um, this league in China, like an international league on a Chinese team for Shanghai. And then you get to the G League, and then NBA a lot. But I'm playing. I'm listening to these Chinese announcers. And I'm just cracking up. <laughs> I mean, Siri. Who? Who am I dating? <laughs> Syria. Syria. She, she's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, I hear that. I promise we're going to get you guys a chart. She's like, I said, I hear these Chinese announcers. I'm just hearing McCoy going, mm, big boy. Look here, big yeah. boy. I hey. fuck you in the butt. I fuck you today. Fuck you, big boy. <laughs> big boy just made two points. You should be one of the announcers. I would be crazy. Look for somebody. 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 Russell hates some shit. Russell hates some shit. From the people and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so this week I was kind of listening to um, one of my favorite comedians, um, Patrice O'Neill, and then there was this story that I, I hit up on, on YouTube about um, awkward sexual tension in the workplace. Um, and you know, we've got this whole Me Too movement going, um, and you know, there's nothing wrong with the movement. I, I want to put that out there right now. There's nothing wrong with the movement. I, I think it's an awesome thing that women are finally getting the, the platform and the voice to be heard about the injustices they, 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 um, they face as well as how um, society looks at them as a lesser human being type of thing. Um, and their voices for the most part, going hurt a lot of the times. Um, I'm all for them being, um, one, in places of power because we need more women in places of power because they just bring a different perspective and a different look and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, intuition to the position. Um, not just a perspective, but an intuition. Um, and so I, I'm all for that and I'm happy for the the graduation out of this male chauvinistic dominant world. Um, <clears throat> on the other hand, there also has to be a balance to everything um, on both sides. So <clears throat> the Me Too movement is not supposed to be um, a root of terrorism 
due to people getting their voices heard and having the equal rights or the equity in all facets of society. It's not the equivalent to Black Lives Matter. All Lives Matter! It's not like... Wait, right. Well, some, something like that. But the thing is, um, the, one of the discussions in the YouTube video was that um, women weren't being able to be mentored um, in certain um, cases because the men who would be the mentors would not sit with them like... Oh, afraid of being um, the yeah the video that you're talking. I remember you sent that yeah. about um, this lady had reported a stat. How I mean, this isn't the exact stat, but sixty uh, percent like of yeah. managers refuse to go on oh, business course, trips yeah. with women by themselves, yeah. and uh, you're saying that the lady was reporting that because men aren't trying to spend alone time with women. Women are losing out on mentors. Right. Right? Right. Okay. Um, and the the main thing about that was that they couldn't believe that these men would not want to be alone with these women. And the thing is, it's it's a career-ending thing. Like, anything that comes out of that, that, um, that meeting, that discussion, no matter how good the intentions are of the man, if anything, if any perspective of that is in the negative... That man's career is technically over. Right. It's damn near like saying, um, you know, we just found out that 60% of black people feel edgy and don't really trust the cops. Right. But cops are here to help. Right. Why are black people so afraid of cops? Right. Now to the news where cops shot five black people (laughs) standing at a red light. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You know, here, here I was just thinking recently, like, it was almost multiple times a day seen in the news and stuff like that, like either black on black crime or cops killing black people. And it, I thought to myself the other day, I'm things might be actually getting better. And I'm proud because I haven't seen it like even daily or weekly. I mean, maybe it's not in the news doesn't mean it's not still happening, but you know it's not as prevalent or we don't see it like that. And then shout out Donovan, he posted something that what was. Um, a, a family was shopping at a dollar store, and the yeah. oh baby my God. daughter, daughter oh my. Uh, took, what was it, a so dollar? So they food. were at this store, and this little girl, probably less than five, six years old, just this, like this little girl grabbed a, a doll off the, uh, the rack, and the doll was worth a dollar at most, right? They walk out of the store, and somehow the cops got called onto this family for stealing this... Barbie doll, but they didn't just confront the family and say, hey, you stole something, what did you steal, and check your bags. The father was said, uh, was threatened and said that, or the uh, police threatened the father saying that they would put bullets in the dude's head, mm-hmm. and like they were really, yeah. really graphic and aggressive. aggressive. And the mother, like, and she was pregnant. Right. Really? And she had another baby in her hand. Like, this is a, like... See, there was video, and I wanted to watch it to know more, mm-hmm. but I can't bring my stomach up to watch it. No, it's understandable. Bullshit. And they're suing them for, like, $10 million? Yeah, and I hope that they get every fucking penny, mm-hmm. because that's ridiculous. Right. And then he tells them to, tell them to put the baby fucking, like, put the fucking, ba- like, baby down, put it on the ground. It, it's, it's a baby. Kids, they were, they were, I, I can't remember, I think they were in Arizona or Nevada. It's one of those two states, but they were like, it's like 105 degrees there at that day, that time. Mm-hmm. You can't put, put that a fucking baby. toddler yeah. or an infant on the yeah. ground. That baby would end up with burns. Like, right. It's the the concrete in and of itself is hot. Right. right. It's just like 
That is deranged behavior. Right. That right. is deranged behavior. <clears throat> and but, you, uh, you have those people in 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 powers in in positions of power. Um, there was another story about this police officer who was sent to the neighborhood um, to be. They named him the dancing cop. And how he goes around and you know he dances and you know enjoys play basketball with with the the community to make them comfortable, um, right? Comfortable, but he's also the same person they send in when <laughs> they need to enforce. Yeah. And he really like kicks, he punches, he smacks, like he points guns at people's faces, the kids' faces. Like there, <laughs> there's an agenda out, uh, whether it's 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 against um, women, whether it's against men, whether it's against black people. There's an agenda out to keep everybody in fear and separate. There's a separatist agenda, and I spoke on it um, a couple of pods ago, about how it's used to just divide us. And that we can't get caught up in, well, why um, Why are you like this? Why don't you? Li- why can't you do this? When you have to understand how, how everything is, is looked at. The perspective is always for the negative. It's never overruled by the positive unless there's evidence. I'd be thinking, too, what's their job or duty? To protect and serve. But I feel like, you know, on paper it's that, but they live it by, no, it's better to be feared than loved. But it's the protection and service don't come to um, human beings that for about three or four or five centuries were seen as three-fifths of a person. The original cops were not there to protect and serve. They were to intimidate and strike fear into a populace that was growing. Got my gun, got my control. baton, got my fire hose. Yeah, we're good to go. like, yeah. But to bring it back to your original discussion, mm. um, you were amazed that these women were... Skirting over the issue that... Why men are afraid to hang out with them. Right. Um, in recent news... Cuba Gooden Jr. Mm-hmm. is actually being accused of groping <laughs> women. Yeah. yeah, sexual assault and everything. Of course he's saying, I'm not, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'm not guilty. Uh, leave me alone. I didn't do anything to these chicks. Video finally emerged. Watch the video and even in the news story and everybody was like, oh, well, he's actually safe. He didn't touch anybody. He's He, he was in the area, but he... You can't see him groping anybody. These women were just making this stuff up. It's like in that, if it, it had not been for that video, though, Cuba could have been another actor or a famous person or just a, it, yeah. a guy. But his still, still away. his his persona now is still tainted, though. It is because Cause the now allegation. they're they're trying to look back. Uh, I think ten years now for something else. Yeah, yeah, and it's like <laughs> leave this cat alone. Like if he if he if he's done anything, it will surely come to light. Everything comes to the light. As we're seeing now, everything is coming to the light, and they're going to get their just due. But just going out and accusing people, and then ruining trying their to lives, find dirt right. on them, trying like, to find extra oh no, stuff. you fucked up somehow, <laughs> some way. Right. We had this picture of you back in high school, twenty years ago. Right. What? Right. What? Um, the attacks on Nick Cannon, especially after he said that uh, Dr. CB thing. Um, I missed that. Th- yeah, he was he was supposed to be doing a, a documentary on um, picking up. The, uh, the mantle from uh, um, Nipsey. Um, it was a, a documentary about Dr. Oh, CB yeah, in his yeah, case yeah, and, yeah. and things of that nature. And then he was going to also talk about the Nipsey thing. Um, and that was put on hold for a while. Uh, he did um, say that I, I don't think there was any threats against his life, but it was on hold for another different reason. But the community really went at it like, you know, yo, you good? Da, 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 because we know how this government and how this society works. 
and it's and it's sad that people can't see that perspective. They only see what's affecting them. Well, you know, I need mentorship. I need this, da 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 da. But there has to be a way around the way you want it because it doesn't make sense to 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 um, try to force a specific type of interaction. I feel that I was trying to figure out a creative way to say that because I saw one of my homies, um, somebody on my Facebook, black person, had shared a post about how uh, white ancestors, your white ancestors, whoever, you know, Mm. whoever's reading, your Mm. white ancestors were not welcomed here. You only survived because uh, the Native Americans helped you out and because you... uh, where you built everything on the backs of slaves and this and that. You didn't do anything on your own accord. And at the same time, you get to benefit from the shit that everybody else did. And it's not fair. Well, one of my um, white homies had responded, what do you mean my ancestors? My ancestors um, were didn't come here until 1800, blah, blah, blah. And they settled in Wisconsin from Germany and they were not influenced or they didn't have any slaves. And actually, one of them was a civil rights blah, blah. So he went through his whole ancestry or whatever, you trying can't. to justify that his particular ancestors had no uh, hand in the dark history of the U.S. Completely missing the, the point. overall mm-hmm. point of the majority of white people in the past were just evil. Sorry, so your ancestors... So- your ancestors, grandparents, or cousins, or whoever the fuck, y'all all in the same family, like Adam and Eve. <clears throat> type shit. Yeah. But that conversation can only happen if you're white, honestly, because um, again, Patrice O'Neill, what he said thinking. was that you can dismiss your killers, your rapists, your thieves, the scum of society that comes from your um, your race, your heritage. You can dismiss them and be like, oh, no, that was them. That that wasn't me. That was them that did this. And you're allowed to do that. Black people can't do that. No. We're always grouped as, you know, your people. Your people do this. Your people, people do that. Up. Your people do this. The hood doing, yeah. And so with the attacks of people, especially yeah. in uh, yeah. famous people, then that trickles down to everybody else. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what they're, they're like. This is what they're like. This is how they act. And with that playing in the background of your mind you don't put yourself in certain situations because you don't have that freedom yeah this is a land of the free chris rock said that too chris rock said the issue is not that we can't be as good he's like because we've proven time and time we are good as good or better at certain shit Mm -hmm. than other people but everything because otherwise white people wouldn't be stealing stuff like music or sports exactly you know inventions or peanut butter or movies but but here's (laughs) the thing we don't have the room to be bad we don't Mm -hmm. have the room to if if we make a bad movie or a bad piece of art or we don't they don't say this movie was bad they say look at the black movie that was made right like of course like of course it was gonna be bad Mm -hmm. of course who was gonna go see soul plane no 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 that if you make that bad movie, you know, it'll be a while before they get another right. chance. They'll be like, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, and then use that to say shit like, well, we don't want to give money to black movies because, you know, every time we do, you know, they have. But how many Tom Cruise movies are there? Exactly. And how many times, how many times, honestly, if we want to be real about something, Johnny Depp, a lot of his movies in the last 10 years, he's still getting, I like Johnny Depp, don't I? I was like, going to say, Mama Rico going to be on your I ass. I like Johnny Depp. <laughs> but, if you look, but if you look at the track records of his shit that's not Pirates of the Caribbean of the last 10 years, 
A lot of it don't. A lot of it don't hit. And I, who, someone who brought this to my attention. I feel like I was listening to Charlemagne the God on a breakfast club, and he brought this up. And this is probably like a year ago. People still be giving this man mad money to make movies, but a lot of his movies have not. I won't say tanked, but they have not lived up to expectations mm-hmm. in reviews or commercially. Right. If it's not Pirates of the Caribbean for the last decade, and they still casting this nigga, and then com- compare that to the Black Panther movie, because I like going back to this movie, yeah, um, T'Challa, because uh, it was you know it was mostly an all black cast, right, and how well it did in the box office, they had to point out the race of the of the uh, the major yeah. characters in it. Ooh, they didn't talk about like, like the story, um, the how everything came from the comics, how accurate it was. They didn't talk about nothing about that as far as like nerds and stuff go. You know how they tear yeah. down movies? Yeah. They didn't talk about any of that because that was all in, that was all succinct. What they talked about was the cast. It was, it was too black. It was all black. The, so, book is the, the character is based in Africa? Right. But that was their way of tearing down the movie. You know what I'm saying? They have nothing else. (laughs) They have nothing else to say about it, but they had to find something to pick about it, and they chose race because that's the easiest way to go. Which is fucking retarded because if you read comic books, characters based in Africa. That's not even the point. The point is, as um, um, Jordan Peele said, I've seen the white movie already. It's every movie, right? So that that shouldn't be uh, an issue. You just didn't have nothing to say about the movie, so you had to find something to it's pick about it. Black. It's too black. Oh my god! Because that's the rhetoric in 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 uh, in America now. But the majority they, of movies out there now is going to be one hundred percent or ninety eight percent white cast, right, right? And they don't have anything to say. About and it's that. not it's not just movies though. It's TV shows, it's reality mm-hmm. shows, mm-hmm. it's all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the media is going to be majority white. What a uh, guilty pleasure of mine. Joking. Hotel Paradise. <laughs> um, my wife, uh, Bixby. Uh, Bixby. Man. I know mine. Man. I was going to say, I know mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got this. Bixby put Andrew. me on a Hotel Paradise. I mean, we were watching random YouTube shit and we got tired of watching Hotel Hell and uh, Kitchen Nightmares and shit. And then she was like, oh, hey, let's watch Hotel Paradise, which I thought was corny as fuck. But then I got engrossed in the season. I'm like, yo, season one, okay. Season two, all right. What is it about? And, yeah, all right. It's a reality show where they bring singles, um, like five single dudes and five single chicks to this hotel resort, and uh, the premise is they have to try and form a couple, and whoever doesn't form a couple by the end of the season... Wait, they're forcing love? It, yeah, they're, they're going to the, the hotel resort to find love and hope to find somebody that they can fall in love with. Hmm. So they play little games and shit like that in order to remain booed up. If you're not booed up by the end of the episode, you get kicked off. Um, and somehow throughout the season, they figure out different ways to start kicking more and more and more people off until there's only like two. That, it's like, oh, I hate this bitch, but I want to win this game. Let's yeah, exactly. Like, That's exactly what it turns out to be. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, I was watching the show, and for all three seasons, it's majority white. This season, uh, the second season, and this season, they started to introduce black people, but... They'll introduce one mm. black person, maybe two black people, but it's just majority white. And it, me, it made me think, what if it had been a hell of a lot more diverse? What if it was just more black people and then just one white person? Would it be on primetime TV? No, it'd probably be on BET right. or something uh, like unless that. Unless there was a scandal going on or yeah, like a ratchet or something like that. Why is it that 
if it's majority white, it can be on prime time. It's perfect to promote. But if you start including more than one minority, uh, I don't know if we can do it so much. It sucks. Hey, there's the token black guy. But if he has a friend that's black, then we got to put it on BET. Right. <laughs> Much. I saw this movie on Netflix recently. It's called Always Be My Maybe. Hmm. Uh, it's a Heard about cute, it. chick flicky, romantic comedy. Um, but what caught my attention when I was thinking about it, the two main characters, a couple in there, are Asian. Hmm. And the, oh, yeah. the guy has a band, and there's a, I think, Asian girl or something. And then there's a Indian guy, actually, um, Depender, the cab driver from Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, so another, but like, there, it was mostly like I don't know if they, I feel like you don't have to try. Like we need certain, but it's like if you if you're gonna have an all white cast, you know, like what's the point? I I don't just variety is well, good. Like I'm not gonna have just rock and roll on my iPod, you know. And and the thing is, the world right now is so diverse. Um, much to the chagrin of a lot of white people, um, it's it's so diverse that you can't do that um, that same old story. Of, there's nothing but white people around because you know it, in, in the past they they could do that, but right now it's so diverse. There's somebody people want to see themselves represented, right? right. Like, and there's and it's and it's you you do you do the show as well as life in general a disservice. If you don't allow it to be as multicultural and multicolored as life itself is, yeah, and then breaking stereotypes, I think that that was one of my favorite parts about watching. Oh man, why do I watch a bunch of girl chick stuff coming off the top of my head? Girlfriends, Bixby. Hey yo, wait, yo, girlfriends. I think girlfriends. is a dope series because oh, it's I never heard of uh, four black chicks, mm-hmm. and they're not hood. They're not stereotypical trying to braid each other's hair every fucking episode and stuff like that. They do some hood things, I guess. But they're all successful is Mm -hmm. the point. They Mm -hmm. all have great jobs Mm -hmm. and they're not the stereotypical negative black women that... It's like you shouldn't have to classify it. You should just have like this role is just a a girl. Yeah, like hey, black women can do just as much as white women or white men can do too. And look, they, they are just regular people. Everybody has attitudes. Everybody gets upset. Mm-hmm. It's not just a black thing, right? You know, it. I really appreciated that series for that. Yeah. Maya was ghetto as fuck on that show. Bro. She she was. She was the she ghetto. Was she, was she was the ghetto. Was she was wait, 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 it was funny because she, I, yeah, I've been she forgetting was. their names. Okay, there's Maya, Lynn, Joan, Yora. Joan. What was the, what was the other one who married the, the Jewish guy? Um, was it? Tracy was it? It wasn't Tracy. It was uh Tony. 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 Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Tea. Thank you, Alexis. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know um, yours too. Yeah. I know mine. Um, <laughs> black man don't cheat. Apparently, Cody. Hashtag <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Shyla? We gotta talk about that. Wait. Hey. 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 Speaking of music and mm-hmm. entertainment, everything related to that. Dude, that was bumping. There's a there's a I'm there's like, a whole like, song. Lil Duval okay. got out. Man, we totally we totally just jump topics. I can't do that right now. I just okay. We're gonna come back. We're gonna come back to that. The thing about the Raptors, what, <laughs> but so girlfriends. I think they did take every girlfriends are fucking amazing and low key was a great, well written show. And I think they did take every quote on quote type of woman that you might see. Yeah, they they had a successful black woman. Who could be a lawyer. Then they had one that was you know had the owner shop and, and one that you know was more 
snooty or whatever you want to call bougie, but had like a taste of the finer Bad things in life. One that was uh, <laughs> one that was like a free spirit and shit, which you, which, which you don't get, a, which you don't get a lot of in TV. But there's a lot of there are a lot of black oh, women yeah. who are more you know yeah. more eclectic. You know, yeah. those are the best, those are the best kinds. Yeah, apparently black women have more than yes. one personality. Right. What? Yes. yes. Those are the be- those are the best kinds. The ones the that just want to you know, get lit, chill. So like, we can't say you people anymore. <sighs> No. Making fun of white people. I was gonna say you've been saying you people. No, <laughs> not my friends. No, <laughs> but yeah. So you've uh, been saying you people. So just to wrap things up, to kind of come to a head, pause. Um, <laughs> the thing that I wanted to really bring before everybody is that you have to really have the narrative and the rhetoric in your head as far as what perception you're generating. Um, that doesn't mean to live a life that is closed off, that is a prison of what people think of you, but just to be mindful of it. Um, and, you know, I always have to go by the Bible. Um, the Bible says sometimes we can offend in our righteousness, but that doesn't mean to stop being righteous. Right. I agree. I agree. I think a lot of it comes down to how... I think it comes down to how things are being said. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with the men versus women thing, or women versus men thing, it's one thing for women to say, all men ain't shit. Okay, obviously that ain't true. Whoever's saying this is an upset, scorned woman, (laughs) right? But then there's a whole different thing. Instead of saying all men ain't shit, it's... Definitely more acceptable, I guess, for more people. For if a woman would were to say, women are heavily uh, marginalized and men overpower women nine times out of ten. Or I haven't found the one man that. Right. Let's just stop know, categorizing. I can, everybody I can be myself no, with. It, it's okay. I, I think it's finally. okay to categorize because nine times out of ten, men do overpower women. So most men ain't shit. Then. <laughs> it's a different way to say it. Is all. The thing is. And, that, and then I think statement. it's up to us as guys to see the difference between the two most black um, guys don't. <laughs> the two subjects. The thing is, you have to be accountable for what what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Throwing out those general those generalizations does nothing to. But the reinforce. generalization of men overpowering women—that's a true generalization. There are some. It can't that be don't. a true generalization. A generalization is, is a generalization. True. It's not true. <laughs> it's a true statement then. Most men overpower women. True statement. There. That's totally incorrect. What I'm saying is <laughs> hold, hold accountability for yourself. When you're you wrong, you you're can't wrong. you can't be like um all men this, all women this, da 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 da. You have to really be accountable for what you do and what you don't do. And that's that's the main thing you should be focusing on. Focus but then, on yourself. With that huh? with that in mind, then you would be supporting um my white homie who was like, well, my ancestors actually didn't play a part in this no, I'm negative not saying history that, that you're I'm not saying about. making excuses because for anything. He's not making an excuse. No, he is making an excuse. How? He's taking he's justifying what his people did. He was being He's justifying what he, right what his people did because they didn't follow the, the train that everybody else did. He's justifying my, my people aren't as bad as them. When so what's the taking accountability between? is, you know, you're right. There are people out here like that. Uh, I try okay. not to be that way. Okay. That's okay, not making an excuse. You give people the um, um, the answer for what people have done to them. You're and acknowledging you don't the other person's yeah. pain while also saying, 
I see what you're saying. Right. You are correct in how you feel, but I'm not a part of it. Or I'm working to not be that. Because we have our moments where we may step out of character, step out of line, but knowing that is taking taking responsibility for that action and being held accountable for it. Right. Right. I hear the message of, of, you know, most or all, or, you know, ancestors of white people, of what we know historically, blah, blah, blah. But it was, he saw, he was being attacked. Right. And he was getting defensive right, right. away without right. hearing the message. And yeah, no, just I, I hear what you're saying. You know what's, that's crazy because when we talk about this, like having this type of conversation, this kind of, this uh, dialogue, I really, maybe I'm just too defensive, but I really in the last six, probably six to eight months, I become really, when I hear black men do a, this, B, or, that, or yeah. C, or D, I get so fucking frustrated. Like, literally get mad. Like, because it be some it be some shit that's just like, like, when Jesse Smollett got beat up, there was some shit where it was like, right. Air quotes mm-hmm. around yeah, the beat He got up. beat up, but he got beat up. When he got beat up, people started coming out saying, and straight black men aren't defending him or coming to his, like, it was this whole thing about I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. I don't even care about that. Listen, like, listen here. He ain't saying my name, so what the fuck are you talking about? Listen, my uh, my pops always talked about um, his grand, uh, my grandfather, his father. He came home because he was in a fight. He was pissed off at this bully. And he was like, boy, what's wrong with you? And he was like, well, this bully was saying this. And he was calling me this. And he was like, what I name you? And he was like, you name me this. He was like, did he call Master you any of that? man. <laughs> did he call you any of that? He was like, no, no. Then... He ain't got no reason to be mad. He wasn't talking to you. You know what I'm saying? The thing about that is that the what you what you do when how you kill those conversations, how you diffuse that situation is not take it personally for one. Two, you engage the conversation. Okay, well tell me about it. Tell me what this happened. Da 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 da. Because it gives them a point. It gives them a chance to get off their chest what they want to say. You're not taking it personally because it doesn't affect you. And they also feel a little better about it because they like got out what they wanted to say. Now they see you as somebody, well, maybe this person isn't not like that. Or they don't. Their, their opinion of you doesn't matter to you. It's none of your business. How you feel about yourself, and this is where we go back to loving yourself true. and, true. and true. being true and authentic to yourself. Definitely if you can true. handle that, that's a lot of work in itself, yo. Definitely right. Russell, I want to thank you for your segments every week because honestly, I feel like they mature me and maybe a better person. Man, I, I'm, I'm learning just like y'all. Like, <laughs> I know, but it's funny. It's funny because it's funny because I'll be like trying I'm to dip, these a, words. dip a toe out because I'm like I'm still sitting here like nah I don't want to hear that all black man be on. I don't want to hear it. But then like part of my toe is dipping out like if you're not challenging not, maybe yourself, not talk, maybe they're not talking to you, bro. Don't take it to don't take it to heart. Maybe they're not talking you to you, know, big boy. You know you love your moms and your sisters. You find yourself talking. less stressed about things right. that definitely, don't definitely. matter. Definitely. When you kill those conversations in yourself. Right. All right. Definitely. Thank you, Barman Junior. Barman Junior. That's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Father, the yeah. Son, the Holy Metro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to derail that whole positive thing, um, yikes, yikers, and I think this is a follow up story from something that happened last year. Maybe I just read this and this was before the pod. Everybody here has broken up with somebody before, yeah, yeah. What would you say, what would you say is the easiest way? 
to break it off with somebody. Murder. Oh, I agree. Okay. No. <laughs> right. Um, the members of NPC are not going to argue. <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, well, uh, while you guys think about it, I would say the best way to break it off with somebody is just be completely honest and just say. Yeah. I thought we were talking about like a, a, I am, a media source. I'm like, email? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the text is not the way. Right. I mean, if that's what you're down for, I would say just being honest saying, yo, this, this just ain't the right move for me. I know we've had whatever, blah, blah, blah. Just try to be as honest as possible while trying to be amicable at the same time, which can be difficult when feelings are involved, but mm-hmm. honestly, I would say is the best way to do go about mm-hmm. it. You guys, yeah. I would definitely the, the the one moment where I had actually broken up with somebody, which actually lasted about a month. At that time, it was just some direct like, well, this is right, a fun you, time. Like, this shit is not. This shit is not working. Like I'm, I. <laughs> it was me doing a lot of this. This shit is not working. You getting on my fucking nerves? <laughs> just staring like. Do you, uh, you get what I'm saying? Just, like, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was like, but he's right, like being dead up, like having to like look that person in the eye, be like, I just can't, like, like this. It's the confrontational the part that's right. tough. Yeah, because certain people like to fight, so sometimes telling the person that and be defensive, something ain't working, they get ready to holy field your shit. So glad you said that. You are a great segue. This is awesome because this woman is facing eight years in jail after biting off her boyfriend's tongue when he broke up with her. How did she get that close? <laughs> well. <laughs> Probably with one last kiss type shit. Exactly. Oh, bitches ain't shit! That's exactly what happened. Uh, he was breaking. He was in the midst of breaking up with her, and she. Could um, you imagine? Falling she just into said, that "You know trap. what? Let's just one have one more kiss." Yeah, let, you know what? Before we say goodbye, just one more kiss, and I'll be on my way. You be on your way. We'll just part ways. You know, you should be glad it's not one more blowjob. Yeah. In Brazil, by that alligator or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's facing up to eight years. That, it happened um, it. Well give back in June of He's 2017. He's doing what Khaled's doing now. Not eating pussy. Luckily, she didn't swallow the tongue. She didn't swallow. She spat it out. Oh, she's uh, a spitter. We know what kind of bitch she is. Right, right. <laughs> this scandalous whore. Yeah. <laughs> Says she spat it out on the floor before running away. Yeah. You little bitch, come back here. You <laughs> 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 over here, me bitch. <laughs> Why do you yep. sound like Norbit? Bro? Bed, huh? Why do you sound like Norbit, bro? Like you, <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's fucking oh god, that was clever. And the fun fact uh, on the whole tongue thing, because <laughs> uh, you know you gotta hold your tongue when you're, you're swearing or you're uh, supposed to. That's you, you what you said. You do it. And the fun, <laughs> the fun fact is. In Utah, it is illegal to swear in front of dead of a dead person. Say it again. It's illegal to swear in front of a dead person. In Utah, it is illegal to swear in front of a dead person. But he can't hear me. What if they pop up? You're like, oh fuck! <laughs> well, then they're alive. Oh, or they're undead. Or oh, they're they, undead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're undead. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's your uh, fucked up story of the week and your fun fact. Thanks, McCoy, for making that awesome segue for me. You know what they say. <laughs> 
Transitional Tony. Oh, okay. Was that what happened with like Caitlyn Jenner and? Uh, you know, it's funny because so, that's a unisex name, G. <laughs> right. <laughs> Transitional Tony Briggs. Right, with the nose ring and all, huh? <laughs> wait, dog, wait, stop, stop. You know what's funny? He's like, I will let you move to Houston, wait, but no, do no, not no. come after my nose ring. No, wait, you know what's funny about this nose ring thing? So I work, dude. I work with this woman who gay is all fucking get out. Like, I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to, you know, she knows. Um, she knows. She, she gay she as shit, like super dyke, super dyke. Um, she's like, 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 been a dyke for thirty years type shit. Like, ran. Dyke she's walking around room. with yellow hair and uh, sparks coming off of her because she's like super dyke. Uh, she, dyke. She, she bought a neon sign. No, but you know what's funny? Is here. Wait. So we at work. We at work shooting the shit, clowning, and then this this woman, this woman who's talked about having a, a dildo for 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 bras, um, for bras, bras. Oh my. I'm no, a- <laughs> this woman, this woman, I don't even know how she be saying it on the show, but this woman goes, McCoy. you know, woo, pause, let's bring it back. I will edit, edit that. that out. Two, three, edit that okay, the fuck out. It. I will quit the pod right now. <laughs> nah, she says, you know what? With that nose ring, I'm almost tempted to go straight. Check you out, transitional I was, no, Tony. No, no, no. <laughs> Everybody stop because she's so dikey. Put that stripe on away. <laughs> I was afraid of potential rape. That's how it was so awkward when she said that we all look like. Comes back next week with uh, two screens. <laughs> that was like a nigga talking to me like, what you, bro, what was you on when you said that? Sir. Right there. Put the napkin and pencil away. Sir, my nigga. <laughs> I really, really got to find a new job at this point. Yep, got to end that mentorship program. Did you apply to the one I told you about? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yep, no more mentoring for you. <laughs> well, to close yeah, I out. I won't be alone. I won't be alone. I won't be alone. To close out, this is episode 30 of Not Politically Correct XXX. Podcast. Uh, happy early birthday to the homie McCoy. Big boy. Big boy. Big man. Big man. <laughs> big pop. Oh, shout out Big Poppy. Sound like fucking. No, I'm your sports section. I'm usually usually sports. like fucking Barney from Flintstones and shit. Big Fred, big boy, we go bowling. Puppy, big boy. Nino, she ain't a big. No, you puppy. No, uh, Big Poppy got shot in Miami. <laughs> big Poppy got who shot you? Uh, supposedly. It was someone hired someone else. Usually how it goes. Because they thought Big Papi was fucking his wife. Yeah. yeah. Which apparently was not the case. Supposedly, apparently. But so he's, he's still recovering. Happy birthday, that, McCoy. And on that note, <laughs> this has been uh, NPC. It's your boy McCoy, aka Mister What to Do, aka Young Splash Guy. That what? A.K.A. Uh, Waved Up Waldo. That's the new one. And Transitional Tony. Transitional Tony. <laughs> Welcome to the alphabets. Right. <laughs> Gang. Gang. Wait, I'm not going. All right. Gang. <laughs> Block. Cody, A.K.A.